Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another show. This is actually episode number 99. So the next episode you hear from us will be number 100, and we will probably or maybe try to do something special. That was a horrible segue into that, so good for me. All right, anyway, <laughs> uh, professional podcaster here, folks, yeah. by the way. Professional podcaster. Um, Want to give another shout-out. Uh, a Therapist, a Buddhist, and You podcast with Luke and Zaw Ma, uh, local guys that are here around our area, friends of ours. Um, like to think that uh, rising tides lift all ships, plus it's just nice to help out some other people sometimes in podcasts. Um, if we knew other people with podcasts, uh, I mean, we got Krishan with us. Uh, still deciding whether his podcast is going on or not. Hey, but I still have episodes out there. It does. Yeah. It's, Thir- 13 taking, solid episodes. Taking Steps? What, what? Taking Steps Taking podcast. Steps podcast, if you want to listen to it. Still out there in the podcast universe. Spotify is is apparently my place of choice now. Um, you can find us drivewaybeerspodcast.com, drivewaybeerspodcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Apparently a lot of you listen on Roku somehow. Um, any podcast platform, Driveway Beers Podcast, Taking Steps Podcast, and A Therapist, A Buddhist, and You. If you're ever looking for some new podcasts, uh, go ahead and check them out. Um, want to get into some sports. I played golf last fall. Went on a couple outings. Went with Ty, I think. Was it was it me, me, you, and Ty and Smitty? Not or, me. Not I you? think it was Ty's brother-in-law. Yes, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I I I stunk. Like all of a sudden, I couldn't hit clubs anymore, and. I, what had happened was I I was only getting 200 yards on my driver, which is pretty shit for a young man like myself. So I went up to second swing out in Columbia, shout out to them. And I got fitted for a new driver. And according to their machine, I could hit this thing 235, 240. Now it doesn't sound like a lot, but on a golf course, that's a big difference. That's a difference between a five iron into the green versus like a, a, a seven or eight. And for me, I hit a seven or eight much better than I hit a five. All right, so in there, things are going to be great, right? I'm going to leave there, going to be bombing drives, right? Go off for another outing. I can't get the thing off the fucking ground. <laughs> and worm, so, worm burner. Yeah, worm burner. Like, I, <laughs> barely, like, I, some of these balls aren't going 10 feet. Like, I'm just missing it now. So, and of course, because I'm making adjustments on the course, now my irons are fucked up. <laughs> I'm pulling the irons way to the right. Now, I'm left-handed, so for me, I'm pulling them to the right. So, I got the driver going nowhere. Irons can't go straight. Aren't, I'm making horrible contact with everything. Luckily, I can still chip and putt, so I'm helping people out. I'm helping the group out still. But I'm a liability everywhere else. I, get, I play one more round with a buddy of mine. Same result. I can't hit shit. To the point where the, for the first time in my life, I took my eight iron that I tried hitting off the tee box on a par three, and I chucked it. I, fu- I chucked it, and I hit the cart with it. Like, I was that aggravated. And I, at the, after that, I think we were at hole 14, 15, and I just told my buddy I'm done. 
So I just, I just, I basically just, I was his caddy and drove him around the rest of the court. That was it. Played it. We were at a nice course too. Like I should have been thrilled to be playing. <laughs> now I've been playing since I was 13. I'm 44, 43. I'm 43. I'm going to be 44 this year. So 30 years. 30 years. And now all of a sudden, like it's like Rick Ankiel and the Yips. Like for all of you that don't know, Rick Ankiel was a pitcher with the St. Louis Cardinals, highly touted prospect. One time, he got on the pitcher's mound, and all of a sudden, he couldn't hit the catcher's mitt. Like, he was throwing it to the backstop. That's how, or, or for you Yankee fans, it was Chuck Knobloch. Mm-hmm. Couldn't throw to first base from second base. Like, that's what the yips are. Mm-hmm. Or if you just saw the Dallas Cowboys play in that playoff game, and the kicker missed four yeah. PATs. That's the yips, and you and they're super hard to get over. Can, can I say five? Because I think he missed one in the, the game before. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was five in a row. <laughs> it was five Look, any, anytime we want to poke fun at Cowboys, we'll go right ahead. Right, we're, we and, we're, and we're going to get to the NFL real quick. Um, But basically, I, I got the yips. So I go to take a lesson. I went to Nighthawk Golf Center on Route 3 in, in Gambrels. Shout out to Brandon. Because this dude spent 30 minutes with me. Super patient dude. Really nice guy. I swear to God. Like, just couldn't couldn't have been nicer. And he's dealing with me. He was a prick. Because I'm having issues. Like, I, I, even with him there, I can't hit the ball. Makes a few adjustments. Okay, we're getting... And then we step up to the driver. We got. It seems like we got the 8-iron dialed in. That's probably one of the easier clubs to get dialed in. But then I start getting tired because I'm fucking overweight <laughs> and swinging a golf club for 20 minutes. That last 10 minutes, I'm probably useless at that point. My legs are gone. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pushing the eight iron. We had it dialed in. Now I'm pushing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting it 110 yards. Should go 130. In the beginning of the session, it was going 130. He had it dialed in. <laughs> then he hands me the driver. Let's see what we can do with this. Can't hit it. I can't get it off the ground. 150, 170. I'm hitting this thing worse than the driver they replaced. So now he's trying to give me pointers on how to do this thing. And then he takes he takes the two drivers, my old one a minute, because I took the old one with me. He takes the old one and the new one, puts them side by side. The new one is like three inches longer than the old one. He goes, well, this could be a problem. So he runs inside, he grabs another shaft, switches my shaft out. So now the two drivers are the same height. It's like, try it now. I try it. Okay, we got a little more height now. A little more height. But 180, 185. I'm still not hitting it as far as the driver I've had for 10 years. And I'm just getting flustered and frustrated. Now I'm tired. I'm sweating. 350 pounds trying to hit this thing. And I'm just like, and I felt bad for the dude could tell I was getting frustrated. Anyway, end of the lesson. I said, oh, you know. I was gonna. I was about to head out in the parking lot. I was like, "Oh, I gotta go inside. I gotta pay you." I said, "Nah, man. Don't you don't pay me." It was that bad. It was that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like this man felt bad to take my money. Like to the point, like we got inside. The guy was going to ring it up. He goes, "No, no, man. Don't it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." Like he's telling the other dude not to ring it up. (laughs) So then I go on the wall. I'm about to hand him cash. Like, come on, man. You got. Like, look, you took your time is your money. This is how you make money. And he would not even let he wouldn't even let me give me. Like, this is how bad this dude felt for me. This is like again, I've been playing this sport for thirty freaking years. Yeah. 
And this guy feels so bad for the fact that I can't even hit a ball anymore <laughs> that he wouldn't take my money. So, what is this leading into? So, I do watch some golf YouTube channels. And when, when, I, when you think of golf, what do you think of? Professional golfing, what do you think? Like, so like, what do I, professional golf, what's the first thing that comes to my head? Yeah. Um, dude's just blasting balls. And All right, so you don't think of the PGA Tour? Well, yeah, that would like be the Masters, be. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Tiger, like, that, right? Tiger, yeah. right? That's what yeah. I'm talking about. So professional golfers get they get golf club deals, right? And so, like John Rahm and the Royal Ma- Royal McIlroy. I mean, Tiger still has his club deals. His kid's mm-hmm. probably going to get a club deal, and he's 12. Um, John Daly has club deal. Like all these pros have club deals. Some of these channels I watch, they're, they're not pros. Some of them are kids. Like, uh, there's one called Good Good. And then you got four schlubs on a course called Bob Does Sports, which is basically a channel. Imagine if the three of us and one other person who can barely hit a golf ball go out and we just video shit. That's what we should do that. That's what these three... That, this is what these guys do. They got one huge fat dude who's like 450 pounds mm-hmm. and just freaking hits darts onto the green. And the other three schlubs that look like they can play can't play at all. <laughs> like, bar- like one guy, his whole motif is that he just swears the whole time. <laughs> the other guy's like the feel good guy who makes everyone else feel good, but he can't really play golf either. And then they bring in like the fourth guy, who's like the always the disgruntled cameraman who sometimes plays with them. That's the that's the whole channel. I and think we ju- could cover that. And they just go around the country playing different golf courses. Sometimes they'll throw a challenge in there, or they'll play a three-on-three or four-on-four with another channel. They call them collabs, like they're fucking Hollywood types. And then you got two other guys, young guys. One guy's trying to be a pro, but he's not a pro. He's probably going to be like a a minor league golfer. And then the other guy, uh, 24 years old, started with the Good Good brand. But in fact, both of the young guys started off with the Good Good brand. They went off on their own. One guy's trying to go pro. The other guy is probably going to follow in his father's footsteps and be a teaching pro. All four of those channels get fucking major golf club deals. Hmm. Like these, these club manufacturers are now pivoting because sponsoring pros and having the pros play these clubs isn't selling clubs. I can understand it though. Oh yeah, I, it, it, marketing wise, it's brilliant. Having schlubs like us play Callaway clubs will probably have schlubs like us looking at Callaway clubs, right? Mm -hmm. Or these young kids who are in their 20s from Good Good, they're all going to play Callaway clubs. So young kids might go look at Callaway clubs. Because young kids, and me personally, I don't watch the PGA Tour. Yeah, I don't. I'm watching golf. I'm watching idiots play on YouTube for fuck's sake. (laughs) That's where I'm watching golf. Um, and the other two guys got got club deals with TaylorMade, like name deals. And in fact, the Bob does sports guys. Their deal isn't with Callaway; it's with Top Golf. But Callaway owns Top Golf, so they got Callaway clubs. 
And the reason why I brought because we went to top we went to Top Golf. We went to Top Golf, and we we celebrated Smitty's fortieth for fortieth birthday. Mm-hmm. You were yeah, out, you I, were I killed town. it on a short game. Yeah, I had to go to. I was a swim uh, swim meet. I gotta say, like I hadn't been to Top Golf in a long time. Like I went in early days when it wasn't what it is now. Now it's like it's kind of like a a nightclub kind of vibe, like the Dresden, where you're mm-hmm. just chilling on a on a on a couch with some buddies. And oh, by the way, you're playing this game for points. Like you're not, yeah. you don't have to be good at golf. Hmm. You're just you. Uh, him and I are basically just chipping balls into the nets, okay, and racking points up, hmm. and. We're eating food. Yeah. Did they bring you drinks? Yeah, yeah. But you got pictures of beer. Pictures of beer. Yeah. You can, you can get whatever drinks, you want. whatever you want. Dude, which one did you go to? You go to National Na- Harbor. National Harbor. And it was nice. It was clean. It had. I wouldn't say it had more of an adult atmosphere, but you know, I, I'm a curmudgeon. Yeah. I don't want. The, I don't want kids running around or being like, you know, teenagers and being crazy mm-hmm. and stuff. And we had our kids with us. We literally put our kids in a separate booth. Mm-hmm. They had a blast. They didn't come over to our side once. <laughs> we had the wives in one booth, one booth, husbands in another, kids in another. Fantastic time. Yeah. I'm going back this Saturday with another group of friends. That's how <laughs> much fun it was. It also helped that I got uh, $100 worth of gift cards for 80 bucks at Costco. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> Costco gift card place, that's a great place to buy too, because they give you discounts on shit. Anyway. If the gentlemen out there are looking for a date night with their wives or in a group setting, I'm gonna I'm throwing it out there. Top golf way to go. I did the axe throwing. It, oddly enough, my wife is really good at the axe throwing, so it kind of scares me a little bit. Like if <laughs> I ever decided to run, she's oh, she got she, she's gonna oh, get she, like she hits the bullseye. She's not just hitting the, the area. You catch it in the back of the head. Like mm-hmm. she's gonna hit me between the shoulder blades. Um, <laughs> like on a run, not not I mean, right now. I can't run that fast, so she's got some time to wind up. But you know, that was that was a scary night. The top golf was fun. So, um, so that that's my little lead in from golf. And but I can see I can see like with the deals right because we're in a follower culture now. Yeah, absolutely. So. As long as people have decent number of followers, you're going to have someone who's willing to give them a deal um, to kind of rep their brand, which, you know, it, it's smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, I mean, if you think about it, you have the, you know, even if, say someone has a million followers, but half of them are fake, that's still 500,000 pairs of eyes that are going to look at this thing. Yeah. So... No, I, I can definitely see um, people, you know, just just based upon that. I mean, if you think of all these other influencers, the money they make, just from, you know, wearing something. Yeah, yeah. All because I follow a lot of the fitness people. Yeah, I follow the fitness girls because I mean, a lot of them have a lot of nice. They have good information. Yeah, and then uh, the information. The information. That's what you yeah, know. Oh, the information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's one. Uh, one who I, I she, the stuff she says is great. Now, also, really easy on the eyes. You know, I'm not going to lie and say that's not part of it. But, um, you know, she'll sell, she'll say, oh, try this new supplement. I'm this brand I'm partnered with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just from that, and I'm not, I don't buy any of it because 
but oh, I, what's your name does it, so why not? But uh, that's where we're at today. So, yeah, I, I was really interested when that happened because they made a big announcement with it, um, and I'm sure there's going to be a couple more to follow that, that get brand deals as well. Um, but you're right I, I, for whatever reason. I mean, YouTube and Instagram are big for these brands now. Um, yeah. And it, it's funny, even the guy like Bryson DeChambeau, who is a pro golfer, well-known, top 10 in the world, he spends more time now focusing on his YouTube channel. And he's got like, a, a, he's probably got millions of followers. And he might make more money off of YouTube than he does the tour. Which is, I mean, for the PGA Tour, that's shocking. But you're right. That's that's kind of the culture that we're living in right now. Um, but it got me thinking, like, maybe we should be, maybe this podcast needs to go poo-poo. And we'll just go just hack ball. I think, I think pickleball course. is where it's at. That's what I'm saying. What, what do you think Brady's going to do now that he's retired? He's going to play pickleball. He, he owns a yeah. team. He's in like, Florida. He's in Florida. No, but I, I yeah. But he I, owns a pickleball team. Yeah, a lot of uh, professional athletes now are buying pickleball franchises because of. Wait, the, wait, wait, hold on. All right, because we kind of pregame this talk a little bit. I didn't know there's a pro pickleball league. There's pro pickleball players. Yeah. Are they senior citizens? No. Um, See, it's like, it's like cheating, the fastest growing sport in the country. Yeah, it's. I feel like that's cheating though. Like so, pickleball it was it was originated for senior citizens, right? Can I tell like, you my experience? So. Well, so well because I mean, unless it involves like Del Boca Vista and Jerry Seinfeld's parents, I don't. You know, no, it, <laughs> it includes the local Y and me getting my ass whooped by by some sixty year old <laughs> women in pickleball because I was like, oh, it's just going to be an easy time while my my kids play basketball. Please share. And, yes, go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> now, I, now I want to hear it. So I'm minding my business. My kids are playing, learning basketball fundamentals at the y this lady comes up to me and she's like hey we need a fourth for pickleball i'd never heard of it before i thought it was a weird proposition and i said oh wait i'm not i'm not a swinger i'm not like that (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm not wearing pineapples (laughs) you cougar you oh wait you meant pickleball (laughs) and she she's like i said i don't know what it is and she says oh well teach you you'll you'll learn fairly fast and i'm still reluctant um but do it anyway and uh when i was a kid i I played a lot of handball um like paddle sports like paddle ball stuff like that so the the swing of it came naturally but it's a wiffle ball so you're not getting the same amount of yeah it's like you'd smack the hell of it doesn't go and it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere it's like when i when i like i don't let my oldest hit hard balls in the backyard anymore He's dangerous. He's going to break something. So, but I'll throw the wiffle balls at him. And yeah. they don't, now he still sends them in the neighbor's yard, but a hardball, he'd be sending it into the, you know, neighbor's window. <laughs> so. Yeah. so I was, I, I played, played with them for, for about an hour. I was the only one sweating. And <laughs> then I was determined. I was like, I'm going back. And I went back like three, three nights a week. I was getting off work. We have dinner, and I was at the Y playing playing pickleball. Your wife's like, "Are you cheating on me? Like, yeah. I have to go again. <laughs> See a little bag? I got, yeah, I got my own, <laughs> no. I bought my own paddles and all that, and uh, 
then I, I ended up joining the local pickleball league. Um, there's actually a, a in Annapolis, there's a, a, a pickleball tur- tournament. They had the first one in 20 in 21. Um, so people came from all over the like, East coast to come to Annapolis and play pickleball. Uh, my, our, our company sponsor was a sponsor of that. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it's real big. Like, so my in-laws are moving to, to North Carolina and their community, like everything that should have been a, te- that you'd think would be a tennis court. It's all pickleball. And, this community is geared towards, uh, you know, 55 and over, but there's normal, like regular families live there too. Like there's no interest in tennis. Like it's all, all pickleball. Yeah. Cause I, I did every, every year I try and learn a new sport like this, this week, I'm, I'm going to start boxing lessons. Um, but last year I did tennis lessons and my, my tennis coach like forbade me to play pickleball. <laughs> Cause he's like, oh, it's gonna mess up your swing, and and it does. It, it like shortens it or whatever. But but you can drink when you play pickleball, right? You can basically do whatever you want. When you play pickleball. <laughs> I mean, is, I like is sports it, that you get to drink during. Is it the same level as like a cornhole? No, it's it's much more. Like you really have to. You have to. It's it's physical activity. You're moving. Um, not uh, obviously not as much as like a tennis court. But but there's some movement. Do you play it on a tennis court? You it's can. Small, it's smaller than a tennis. It's court. smaller than a tennis court. So you have so. to have a specific pickleball court. No, you can modify the tennis court to to support tennis. Um, but a lot of places are just putting because you can fit. A, I think you can fit. I think it's two two pickleball courts on, on the footprint of one tennis court. Yeah. I mean, is it? You're only playing like the the front four boxes. So I'm try so pickleball has the front I think it's seven feet from the net is yeah, the it, kitchen. And you're not allowed in the kitchen. Yeah, and, and it may not even be seven feet. Yeah. yeah. And then it's I think it's twenty one feet wide. It's a yeah, so like you've got essentially the, the pickleball court, it's the net, then you have the kitchen. Right, so if you think of like your cell phone is the kitchen, mm-hmm. and then beneath the kitchen you'd have the two boxes where the players are. I'm gonna have to YouTube this. I'm, no, you YouTube it. I'm warning you. <laughs> You're Wait. gonna get caught. You're like, I, I'll watch it. Um, we should turn. We should have the community turn the basketball court into a pickleball court. It would get a lot more. Yeah, I'd a be lot down more there. action. Yeah, I wonder if you you could probably make it dual use. You could. You just have to be able to stretch the net across it. Right, so you gotta do a retractable net, right? Yeah, that's what the Y, the Y yeah. use yeah, retractable. Yeah. Actually, nets. you can buy a pickleball court in a bag. You can. Yeah, I've looked at it. Maybe this needs to happen. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have that power anymore. I'm not. I'm, during. I'm not on the HOA anymore. During the summer, um, what is that on West Avenue? There's there's like a section of West Avenue that's cobblestone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Wednesday nights. They they shut the street down. Oh, like over near, um, like Stan and Joe's and all those those bars, like there. Ram's Head. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So they shut that down, and people play pickleball on in the street, like on on this nights a, in the summer. This is a side note. I feel like on a cobble, like on a brick road, right? That 
Like mm-hmm. that. I feel like you just twist an ankle. Hey, you got Like that old that road is old as hell. That's not it is. that is not a flat road. I feel people like people go at it though. I mean I figure like you know I feel like I twist a knee or something on that. I need a smooth surface. You're not you're not moving like crazy. I mean I guess you can if you want to. Yeah, you can if you want to. Well, I mean, so, all right. So, how long until this sport's ruined by kids? Because when, well, when the kids get in, like, they, they're starting to do, like, the, the, the spin and all. Like, it's basically like, you know, the kids that turn ping pong into not ping pong anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I'm, in, I'm embarrassing myself here, but, you know, here we are. So <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> so, the, the history of, of pickleball, uh, it started in Bainbridge, Washington. Um, the two dads, they, they wanted the kids wanted something to do, so the dads built this court, like f- for the kids to do something and not bother them, and and then it's, it's grown <laughs> over. Sounds about, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know it's grown over that, but yeah, it was originally for for kids, and then the. I mean, is this a fad? Like, remember slam ball? No, I don't think so. Where like they like these kids, they'll go out, like they take a little trampoline out to the beach, mm-hmm. and it's it's two on two, and you got a little ball, and you basically just slap it down on the trampoline, and it bounces back up, and the next person has to slap it down. On the tra- it was supposed to be the next big thing. I think it's been I think it's been big in retirement communities yeah. for for decades probably, um, and now it's going mainstream. So I, I think it it has a lot of growth. We're yeah, not- I don't think it's like a fad. I, I think it, you might see some peaks and valleys, but. It's big enough in – the thing is it really appeals to people of all ages. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that like – and you can do it anywhere. You don't need to be at the beach. Like slam ball, you kind of have to be at the beach. I mean you can play it in the backyard, but mainly like if you want to dive after it, you got to be on sand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cornhole has played remained steady. Just Cornhole tournaments oh, on it, ESPN. There are, yeah. yeah. Johnsonville Brats, Cornhole. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's Those are athletes. They are. <laughs> I, I, look, man, I, I've been. If I'm being honest, I feel like I could compete on the cornhole circuit, the national mm-hmm. circuit. Yeah, I, I think I could take some of them down. I think I, I got I got the the skills for that. I think you could compete on. on we should we should go when when it when the weather breaks. We'll head out. Well, the, the look, spectate. As far, we'll just move, as far we'll as just Coleman, move happy hour down to the <sighs> basketball courts and put. Well, mm-hmm. As far as cornhole goes, I mean, the Elks Lodge doesn't know what's coming when I get in. Yeah. <laughs> because they do cornhole tournaments, they don't, they don't even know. I'm coming for that crown. Got a, head, got a headband. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come, you know, Team Eagle Fang is, is coming for that crown. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for it. Um, so pickleball, you know, I might take a backseat to my professional cornhole. You know, but, you know, I might give it a try. It's because I am, you know, last episode said I need to start doing some exercise, so maybe that's it. Pickleball. Um, it might be. It might Pickleball might have to be it. You know, maybe we do like a little uh, neighborhood league. Yeah, yeah, a little ladder league. and I mean, Only with the good people. I don't want, I'm not playing with the with the D-bags. You don't yeah. want Smitty Dag. I, I, feel, I feel he's good at all the sports. I love I, I love Smitty. I'm not gonna say what I. <laughs> Smitty reminds me of the guy. He like, he's got just enough athletic ability to be dangerous. Yeah, and he's also gonna try really super hard. <laughs> and so, and if you're just old enough, it plays really well. It, yeah, because you got the other guy. Like, 
if you got a guy who's like super athletic but old, who just doesn't want like he's literally yeah. there for the beer, he don't want to try. Yeah. Try. So like he'll just get dominated by a Smitty. Like I feel like I would get dominated by a Smitty because one he's in super great shape. Two, I know he's like he's in it to win. Oh yeah. He he is not playing sports to fuck around. Yeah. Because yeah. I I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the find out portion of that equation. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think I think you know pickleball could be kind of the equalizer, maybe. But uh, so we'll okay away. so. We got the pickleball from Tom. So Tom Brady Tom really Brady. bought a franchise for this. A lot like, of is that pro- a thing? Yes, a lot of professional. Oh. I think I think LeBron has a pickleball oh my God. franchise now. Um, yeah, Tom Brady. I heard yeah. Pat Mahomes might have one. Yeah, I like think one so. Of those well, how many franchises mm-hmm. are there that everyone's got one? I don't yeah. know. I mean, I mean, is this something you have like one in every town? And there's like, like I feel like this is something where like every town could have a team. And then it goes like, so it, it would be like kind of the College World Series, right? You do your mini regional, super regional, mega regional, whatever. It goes on forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> you basically just keep going until you stop until you stop winning, right? Yeah. But to keep it tight, everything stays super local in the beginning. Yeah. So you weed out like, you know, the the Del Boca Vista group. Yeah. You know, they're 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 getting whacked out by, you know, Lakeview Forest. Yeah. 55 and older. Like, the 55 and older is kind of wagging, you know. Mm-hmm. But, and then the kids start taking over. Like, once the pyramid starts going up. Yeah. You know, now the athletes take over and ruin everything. You know oh, I mean? it's you know it's a real sport. It has it has rules there. I think the, the you know, they had a paddle pe- people, like a sponsor, um, or the official paddle of professional pickleball. And then something happened with regulations, and they they had to get rid of that, that company. But, uh. It's huge. Well, I mean, so speaking of the Super Bowl, good segue there, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know how much we're going to beat this dead pickle or pickle thing, pickle horse. <laughs> I literally call it pickle horse. All right, uh, Super Bowl's coming up. That was the segue was supposed to be Tom Brady and <laughs> retiring. Who's not, who's not in the Super Bowl? He's not in at all. Mm-hmm. And to the chagrin of some people, and to others, it's wonderful that he's retiring. And not in this. He should have left after the, the second they won that Super Bowl. He should have dropped his papers and rolled. Do you think go him, out on top? Do you think him coming back led to the divorce? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you you don't think that was coming anyway? No, I think it was like, oh, you get like it's a it's a choice. Mm. What if they reconcile? Not that I care. No, but. she's bagging the kid's jujitsu instructor. Oh, good for her. And here's so. <laughs> Imagine this. Well, you know, like, like well, he's not going to be hurting for, for loving. Right? I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not sad for him. But come on, no. Like, so you sp- you split up with your, with your wife, and then she starts shacking up with the kid's jujitsu instructor. So not only like is this dude like in pictures with your kids and having a good time, but you can also kick your ass. Pretty much. <laughs> well, imagine like you got to pick him. You got to pick the kids up from jujitsu. Yeah, and you see. Hey, Tom. <laughs> Dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do anything about it. Can't do it because he'll kill you. And who thing. has to flex? You know, he the jujitsu guy has to flex now. He's like, oh, I'm banging Tom Brady's ex-wife. Yeah, like you're Tom Brady's ex-wife's, or you're Tom Brady's wife's side piece, yeah, and sure. you can kick everybody's ass. Isn't that jujitsu dojo just got full? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> they. 
he has no problem filling enrollment anymore. I I I, I do agree. Though. I think he he should have left at the at the height of it, like at the top. Not yeah. that he needed another one or anything like that. Well, I think it was cool like that he got one because it was kind of the whole thing with the Patriots. Like, is it Belichick or is it is it him Brady? Yeah. And then Brady had he just won that last Super Bowl with Tampa Bay and rolled out. He could have gone out with no question. Like, yep, it was me. It wasn't either. It was Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah. Without Gronkowski. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I think when Ryan Jensen got hurt in the preseason and Kappa left and went to the Bengals and then his left tackle got hurt worse. I think if, if they would have kept the offensive line together, I think they win another one. And I know that's tough to say that only it's only those three people. But the offense, the rest of the offense returned, the defense returned. When you watch Tampa Bay this year, he had no time to throw. Like mm-hmm. zero time. And when you're 40 something years old, <clears throat> your vision might be good, your arm strength might be good, but your legs are done. Yeah. Like you're not going to be able to escape. Especially if there's a dude in your face under two seconds. I'm sorry. Jensen was a pro bowler at center. I mean, if former Raven, we know him well. Um, Kappa, also a pro bowler. And he went to Cincinnati. Um, and Werfs, I think, was I don't know if he was a pro bowler, but he was a damn good left tackle. Um, he gets hurt. Three-fifths of your offensive line is gone. Yeah. I think he came back thinking, we're going to run this right back. Because even even without Kappa, they could probably slot one guy in. But when your center goes down, I mean, that's the guy calling all the line audibles and everything yeah. else. You don't go from pole, pro bowler to undrafted free agent and yeah. expect it to be okay. But he was probably thinking, you know, I can still throw it. I still got the vision. I can still play in this offense. I know it now. I'm running this back. And then all that happened, he's like, crap. I just threw away, I threw away my entire life for this, and it's shit. Yeah. And he's like, if I leave now, it ruins the legacy. Like, if I leave in week three, seeing what this is actually now going to be, mm-hmm. like, the legacy takes a hit. Not gone. I mean, you got a lot of years on that legacy, but I think he, I think he thought it was going to be a different scenario coming in. It was going to be worth the... Yeah. He apparently thought so, yeah. <laughs> or 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 there was a bluff called and she didn't bluff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that and that could have been it. I mean, but like I said, it's not like maybe uh, the marriage could have been done before that though. It really could have. And I, and I think that you have like different NFL spouses. You have those who are who are like, oh, you're gonna play until you can't play anymore. Then you have those who are legitimately worried after every snap. Yeah. Like, are you are you gonna be okay? And obviously not knowing them, I, I kind of feels like I feel like she was in the area of like, oh, are you gonna be okay? Like we have young kids. Um, it's also obviously she had more money, so they they well, didn't be money. Yeah, she's coming from a, you know, it's not like, you know, I, I'm I'm really I, I'm not trying to sound sound sexist. So if I do, I apologize. But some some of these guys married some say it's their college sweetheart, mm-hmm. you know. And she has a degree in early childhood education. Like, like her meal ticket is that dude playing ball, you know? Um, 
that is and that's life changing money. Mm-hmm. So you have them play as long as you can to get that next contract to solidify the future for them and the kids. Well, Giselle Bunjin or whatever her last name, how do you however you pronounce it, she's fr- negotiating from a different position. She was famous, she own, with, famous without him. Yeah, she had her own money, so she yeah. didn't need his money. They didn't need his, him to keep playing and beat himself up. To so really, it that became like you know. If you're coming from a position of, hey, I want to get this last contract in so we can solidify everything for our future, for our mm-hmm. children and grandchildren, blah, 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 then it's more, okay, I can deal with it. But with her, like, and the, no, you don't need that. So it was almost like, to her, it was probably like, no, you're choosing football over your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she did. I mean, it, you're right. Money aside, his NFL salary was the lowest paycheck they had coming in that house. Yeah, his endorsement money, her money, yeah, all that beat that. His NFL paycheck was nothing to them. Yeah, but for her not to understand his perspective of, I'm the greatest of all time, and if I I can play another year and I think I'm going to get a Super Bowl, I'm padding my legacy. Yeah, or you always hear athletes say, like great ones, they always say. Don't stop playing unless you have to or lose or, or, or just lose the will to do it. Don't leave too soon because you can't go back. Mm-hmm. Jordan proved that, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan retired the first well Jordan retired the first time, came back, played well, retired a second time, came back and it was played that like base, shit. the baseball intermission. Yeah. No, no, the base so the baseball was the first one. Yeah. And he yeah, came back and won one. three more championships. Yeah, then won three more. Then yeah. he went to, I'm talking about Wizards Jordan. Oh, right? Wizards yeah. Jordan. Oh, <laughs> we don't, did he retire did he retire from the Bulls that or did he just go to the Bulls? Or did he or did he just go to the Wizards? I feel like he he retired. He retired and became then like came, a part owner of yeah, the Wizards, and then he Wizards, and, and then started and then he, playing. And then he played. So I'm going to consider that a retirement. Yeah, he should have stayed retired that time. The other one was, I mean, I watched that. Uh, what was the Jordan documentary? Uh, oh, the yeah. Last Dance. The Last Dance. I, I recently, I, I just watched that. I know it's been out for a while, but I just mm-hmm. watched it. Uh, that had more to do with his father passing than anything with the baseball thing. Um. Some people thought it had to do with his gambling issues and mm-hmm. the league was going to suspend him. And who knows yeah. if that was true. But anyway, um, but they all, like the great athletes in all the sports always say, don't stop playing unless you either have to or lose the, the will to do it. Like, if you, if you feel like you can still play and you still have the desire to play, keep playing. And that's why I think that's why Peyton Manning kept playing in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. After the Colts let him go. And he won that, I mean, well, he, I'm going to put in air quotes, won the championship in Denver. They won despite him, not because of him. Mm-hmm. Like, the boy, the guy couldn't throw a ball. Like he, I remember watching that playoff run with him, and he was, like, missing receivers, like, three yards short, like, bouncing the ball to them. Um, but he got that other, but he got a championship out of it, and he kept playing because he wanted to. Um so I think in his mind he was like, "Look, I can still play, and I'm not leaving. Like this is, this is my choice. This was you. You met me after I was playing football, and I want to keep playing because but once they were I stop, together I can't a decent back. amount of time, though, right? I think their kids no, but, are. She, well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, but, 
But she met him after football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was after he, football. Because remember, he had that kid with Bridget Moynihan first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was that was. I guess like she <laughs> she had the baby after they were to, after he was together with Giselle. Yeah. So that so. that had to be awkward to sell, right? Like, oh yeah, I I must have had sex with her like three weeks before I met you. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> it was before I knew you, though. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it, it, I I was surprised he didn't retire then. And he, I mean, don't get me wrong, him retiring now, his legacy's still intact. Mm-hmm. Um, whiskey break, real quick. We're all drinking the Knob Creek Number Nine. This is a one hundred proof whiskey. Now, the last show, we had the Buffalo Trace Kosher. Now, that was a 96, you said? 94. 94. So, this is 94 proof versus 100 proof. This is a little spicier on the tongue. It doesn't have as much flavor as I thought it did. And between the two, the Buffalo Trace Kosher one has more flavor to me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is more burn, less flavor. But there's still flavor to it. I think I would like this in, in like, an old-fashioned. Okay. Um, like some sweetness to kind of balance it out a little bit yeah i mean compared like i said compared to the kosher i think it burns a little more i mean obviously with the proof that's probably why but i remember when i took the first sip of the kosher the basil hayden kosher the first sip buffalo trace don't don't, sorry. don't disrespect buffalo what, what trace. I say? you said basil hayden oh that's my Come bad on, that's man. my bad that's my bad <laughs> i love basil hayden so i got a basil hayden toast up there that i'm not a fan of but i, I want to give it another try next week um but yeah the 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 buffalo trace uh kosher the rye recipe i didn't think i would like a rye i liked it um Good flavor to it. A little bit of a bite, but not horrible. Yeah. Like, this has a little bit more bite, and it's not a rye, so I'm kind of surprised about that. Um, I'd probably choose the Buffalo Trace Kosher over the Knob Creek 9, but I don't dislike this. No, I don't dislike it. I think it's good. Uh, if you had a chance to, you know, we got this Japanese one, too. I think theirs lean more, like, in this realm of scotch to me. Oh, yeah? Um, I don't well, I don't like scotch that much. Well, I have a little pour that i enjoyed the knob creek nine um i've pretty much liked everything we've had so far so um i am gonna have a little bit of this because i i keep seeing this and i've never had it yeah but a buddy of mine said he went to before his daughter was born they'd go on trips all the time and traveled extensively through asia and apparently japanese whiskey is really good yeah i think so, japan yeah they're they're one of the best whiskey markets in the world right now so um, they actually own some of our american whiskeys are are under suntory brand what's, what, what's the proof on that so that's uh suntory whiskey toru so uh toki so it's 86 percent so okay it's 43 so that's going to be closer to the uh the old Forester eighty six yeah. that we had, but, and then the the thing is, no one can see it, but it's set, the color is the so color light. difference. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah you very can light. see like no. the I think the requirement of of aging, uh, like our our you know rules for aging. This is very scotchy. It's very scotchy, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what is scotchy though? So scotch. Like, I've, has, I've never uh, had scotch. So what 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 is scotch? Peat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, peat. Um, but I don't know what that means. So I I equate it. And this is this is where I equate scotch to like c- cigar, but like like cigar spit, right? Um, hmm. It's like smoky. Uh, it's it's not like it's not my jam, but 
So, okay. So, I don't know if... So, this tastes a lot... Like, when I first tasted it, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, Walker Black. Mm -hmm. Like, something like that. So, it's really... um, It has that scotch feel to it. So, it's not as sweet. No. Um, I don't think they age it. Obviously, if you look at the color, they don't age it as long. But, um... Well, now I gotta try it. (laughs) Is it... How would... Motherfucker. How would you compare it to the uh, the old Forester 86? Because the proof's about the same. I think the category is different. Yeah, but it's it, not... If you're if you're thinking burn, Yeah, it's similar. Okay. Um, but the flavor... The whole thing, it's... It's... It's, uh, it's not even like a different... It's it's a completely different thing okay. than the bourbons. I'll give it you're a try. Gonna, you're going to notice it's not as sweet. I'll give it a try in a little bit, yeah. just because I just I basically down the Knob Creek Nine, <laughs> so, so I can empty the glass so I can try this one. Um, but you're gonna, I mean, um, if you like it, you'll like Scotch. I'll be interested because I, I, I want to try a Scotch. Like I tried Irish whiskey, and I wasn't a fan. Thought it was kind of flavorless. It didn't burn though. It was a real easy drinker uh, between the Jameson and the Red Breast Twelve that I tried, and. If I had to order, like if I were out, I wouldn't order it again, just because it it just was it, it tasted like watered down whiskey to me. Um, so I'll be interested to see how this tastes and like if there's a flavor to it. Um, like when I when I, I went out with the wife and friends and they had Old Forester eighty six, I actually ordered that. Um, that's how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. So if this is similar, or even if it tastes different, but it's like but if it's low burn, good flavor, I might. This might be something I try or another scotch just to see how it is, but yeah. Um, but I'll co- I'll comment on when I have a drink. I'm gonna let it sit for a little bit. Um, Super Bowl is coming up. I don't even know if we can. Can we say Super Bowl? Is there a thing like some radio stations say like Uber Base, Old Bay, or something like that? Because like the NFL sues you if you say Super Bowl. Really? No one's listening to this anyway. Fuck it. Super Bowl coming up. Eagles and Chiefs. They're obviously playing up the Kelsey brothers playing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, when when is that? Because we're recording this. I on... think this actually comes out the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. So this is gonna be after. <laughs> All right. So this is the uh, we're recording this on February first. So if this comes out after, just remember we predicted something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we're wrong, don't remember it. So <laughs> just remember we're not we're not gurus. <laughs> um. Although I will say this, my my, my betting for this year. Uh. Against the spread, I was one fifteen and ninety five, so I was about fifty six percent. Um, and I should say it was it was one fifteen and ninety five, and then I had eight pushes, so there were eight in there that I did bet that I didn't win or lose. Um, but that's not where I made money. So I actually made money this season. Um, against the spread, I made about two hundred fifty bucks. So for anyone who bets out there. I bet $30 a bet. That's my, what they call unit. Um, a unit. I keep my units the same throughout. So when I bet, I bet 30 bucks regardless. Um, it makes it easier for me to track, uh, easier to track wins, losses, dollar amounts, percentages, all that fun stuff. So, uh, out of, what is that? 200 bets ish, 220. 
I mean, I basically netted 200 bucks, which to me is a waste of time. In my opinion, <laughs> I don't, I don't gamble. It's, so it's, yeah, it's, I, a, it's I mean, we, when we had, so we had Jeremy on and we yeah. talked about bets and stuff and that's why I brought it. I mean, cause that's why I'm bringing it up. Cause it's almost like uh fact check time. Cause like we were, we were calling things in the beginning of the season and whatnot. And of course all my preseason bets fucking flopped. <laughs> Not I, I made four. Lamar would win MVP, got hurt, oh, didn't wow. win it. Yeah. Uh, Ravens would win the AFC. That didn't happen either because Lamar got hurt. Um, Lions would win the AFC, uh, NFC North. Didn't happen. Came close though, but they started horribly. But they, I'm telling you, the Lions and next they beat year. Green Bay. That was their Super Bowl. Lions yeah. next year are a team to beat, man. They're going to make the playoffs next year. Um, uh, and what was the the other one? Was I picked the Las Vegas Raiders to win the AFC West, and. I should have known Josh McDaniels is a shitty coach and he's never going to win shit because he took chicken salad and turned it into chicken shit. <laughs> I swear to God, that guy could, couldn't, you, you could have given him the pro bowl team and he wouldn't win shit with it. He's that bad of a coach, like great offensive coordinator. I get it. But when he was in Denver, he sucked there, went back to New England to be an offensive coordinator. Now he's with the Las Vegas Raiders. He had the number one. He added the number one wide receiver to an offense that was already good, and he turned that offense into shit. To the point where you literally told the starting quarterback of the team to go home, so you could start your old third string quarterback with the Patriots. That's what you did, and you looked like a genius for one game because he threw four touchdown passes. And then didn't do shit afterwards. You narcissist dumbass. Which brings me to my second point. (laughs) The Ravens this offseason have to decide what to do with Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Nobody knows what Lamar wants because Lamar is negotiating on his own behalf. Everyone thinks he wants the Sean Watson money. He wants it all guaranteed. I probably don't think he. I think if he got. A little bit less, but all guaranteed. I think he'd take it. I think he wants the guaranteed money. They all probably do. I think if he got the Kyler Murray deal, he should. I think you should take the Kyler Murray deal, bump it up by three million a year, and call it a day. I don't think he's going to see that all guaranteed money. I think there was one owner that was going to give that all guaranteed money, and it was the stupid fucking Browns, because the because the Browns are going to brown. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> they they will always that, be the Browns. I think the Redskins might do it too. But they didn't do it with Kirk Cousins. As, no. d- as dumb as they are, they didn't do it with I Kirk Cousins, and well, they haven't had a quarterback for five years since. Yeah, well, I think with Kirk Cousins, I think the, th- the problem with Kirk Cousins was is that they, they pretty much flushed the franchise down the toilet to get RG3. Right. Kirk Cousins was drafted that same year. And I think had they paid Kirk Cousins, it would have been admitting that they were wrong with Robert Griffin. Right, but they played, but they played him for two years on the franchise tag, or they played him for one year on the franchise tag. The franchise began and traded him. Yeah, you, you already knew RG three was done. Yeah, at that but point. I think I think the problem was they weren't they weren't going to. You remember, we're dealing with Dan Snyder. We're not dealing with right. like someone who has any sense. I mean, Major Tutty is their, Dog. their weird <laughs> they, they They couldn't have botched this renaming any more than oh, they are. Like, this whole year's been... 
disaster after disaster. <laughs> like the they had the mannequin. They had the thing in honor of Sean Taylor. Mm-hmm. It was a mannequin. It was Horrible. like just stuck on the concourse. It was awful. Then they had the commanders, which makes no sense. Nope. Then they bring out Major Tutty, which is just it looks like Porky Pig, and it's weird. And if if you're a military person, so a commander is a navy rank, mm-hmm. and a commander is the equivalent rank of a lieutenant colonel. However, they have called so you'd think okay, make him Commander Tutty. Or Lieutenant Colonel Tutty. No, they make a Major Tutty, Tutty, which is actually the next rank down, which in the Navy is a Lieutenant Commander. Lieutenant Commander, yeah. So, being a nerd and knowing military ranks the way I do, I'm like, that's effed up too. And Gritty is so much better than... I'm not a Flyer fan. I hate the Flyers. But Gritty... I want to see a fight between Gritty and Major Tutty. You wonder what they should have called the Gritty Commanders? Gritty knocks out little kids at <laughs> Flyer games. You want to know what they should have called the Commanders? The Washington Hogs. Yeah. And they should have had the mask. When you name the mascot, his name is Hog. Yeah. I mean, how hard is that? Or I like the Red Tails too. Sure. Red after the Tuskegee Airmen. Mm-hmm. But you awesome. Ha- I I would go about all kinds of crap with P fifty ones all over it. The, the, they paid for the name Commanders. Someone they paid some consulting firm to give them that shit name. Yeah. When. They could have paid any one of us. The XFL team in D.C. has a better name. Yes. The Defenders. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's probably the better football team in D.C. <laughs> I wonder why they but, didn't wait, though. They could have waited a little longer. Well, I should, I, I, Washington I, football. We, well, we have the best idea ever. Yep. Washington team football. Yep. So it's mm-hmm. the WTFs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't tell me those sweatshirts wouldn't sell out oh, they would, yeah. every year. Mm-hmm. You could walk around with a T-shirt that says WTF. And just say you're supporting your team? Yeah. My God. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It, like, it just proves Dan Snyder is not a businessman. No. Either that or he ran it by the league and, and Roger Dell was like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> you are not doing that to this league. I'm hoping they that they force him to sell. Yeah. Um, They're trying. Yeah. Hard. But he's smart, though, man. Because you know what he's doing. He... This whole thing came out like they're trying to get all the sh- the crap out about him from the from all the emails that they did, yeah. and John Gruden. Well, John Gruden's suing the NFL, and and John's willing to out everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't know if you remember the old NFL films, but Paul Tagliabue said like I guess the the first order of business was always to protect the shield. Yeah, and if Dan Snyder is like, oh, you you think you're gonna you're gonna do me like this? And you're all going down because I got those emails, and and I'm gonna I'll, I'll send them all out. Ready, set. Look, whose button's gonna go first? Who, yeah. Who's gonna hit the button first? Because I can hit send just like you can. Yeah. So I think he's got them by by the short and curlies right now, and I think that it, the the other side of this coin is he's got a, he's probably got the second highest valued franchise in the league. Which somehow, I can't figure out somehow. There's okay, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. They've been terrible for years. They've been a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason they made playoff games is because they played in the in the NFC East, which has been just terrible until, until, this, up year. until this year. Yeah. Yeah. This year, yeah. Um, and then the stadium's garbage. Like it's not. They rank consistently lowest among on surveys for 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 fan experience. 
Like it's it's the place in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's not really in the middle of nowhere, but it's it's not like it's not. Stadiums are starting to move downtown now. Yeah, with stuff around them, you know. Um, this place it's 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 in the suburbs. Some are going the other way though, like the Bears' new one that's going out in Arlington, that's going out of Chicago. Well, but yeah, because. Chirac is not the place you want to be. Right, right. <laughs> but it's it's for, like, where are you going to put a stadium in the middle of downtown Chicago? Yeah, to, yeah. like with baseball stadiums. Yeah. Like Baltimore that. worked mm-hmm. because Baltimore, that was all crap down there. Yeah, um, they, they also had three ninety five that went right into the heart of where the put they put those two stadiums. Yeah, yeah. and they built around it now. Yeah, it's but, right, yeah, yeah. There's I mean, a Top Golf over there now. Too. Now there is, yes, there is, and yeah. a casino and. Mm-hmm. And a Greyhound bus station and private security <laughs> <laughs> and, pre- and, <laughs> and squeegee kids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's, a, that's a whole fun topic conversation there. But that, um, I, I, I just, you know, it's, I know a lot of, and I still call them the Redskins. A lot of people um, do. You don't, you don't just lose what 50 years of, of people rooting for a team and they're going to. You can't tell me the name's not going to still roll off the tongue because yeah. you've been using it for 50 years. They still use the same song when right. they score. You know, it's it's something that, and and really, when it came to the name, <coughs> the people who you think were take, would take offense to it, Native Americans, or, didn't. If you go to reservations, like the high school teams on the, on the reservations, they use the Redskins logo as their like they wear their stuff to show proud like pride in their heritage like that's what they do so they weren't it was just you know again a bunch of you know 40 year old white women that were obsessed that were upset with the name of the team the one reporter that started calling it the washington football team and that became their actual name for two years so (laughs) but um um but people still gonna call it that you still see the redskin stuff all over the place Oh yeah, the worst oh. one ever is the Oriole bird with the redskin feather hanging off of it. Like, leave my Orioles out of this, <laughs> right? Gee, well, they're bad and, enough on their own. And people think that's like a playoff of Chief Wahoo from the Indians, yeah, who aren't the Indians anymore. The Guardians. The Guardians. I here's another. I, didn't, I mean, I guess is Indian like a derogatory term? Like, I, I don't know. Well, I don't think anyone. I don't think they originally called themselves Indians. No, I mean no. But, I don't know what they. I mean, I guess if you call them, I mean, if they call themselves by their tribe, by, by their tribe, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you're, yeah, you don't. So if you're Iroquois, right. you don't say, "Oh, I'm Native American." No, you're, you're you yeah, say you're Iroquois, Iroquois, right? Yeah, or yeah. Cherokee or whatever your or tribe someone, is. Right, yeah. um, but like the term Indian, everyone thinks it's because Christopher Christopher Columbus landed and thought he was in India, and said, "Oh, these are the Indians." No, it's it's. Um, it's derived from Inde Dios, which is people of God, is what he, that's, that it just kind of came to be called Indians. Right. So. Um, I learned something today. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So. Um, but get, so, the reason, so, <laughs> I don't know how we ended up here. Um, but the reason why I brought up Las Vegas from the betting side of things and Lamar I'm gonna I'm gonna upset Ravens fans. You're not gonna upset me because I know where you're going. Here's what I want them to do, and and it, I'll explain the logic behind this. 
seeing what Lamar, what Tyler Huntley did when Lamar was out, I don't think there's another quarterback that you can find that will play the style of Lamar to 80% of what Lamar is. The last two seasons, Lamar has been hurt. That's his, that is, whether he wants to believe it or not, that is, he is injury prone at this point. That's the risk of the running quarterback. Well, but the, I mean, well, and people are going to point out though, he got injured in the, in the pocket. Either way, I'm just saying he is injury prone. I don't care whether it's the style, whatever it is, he's injury prone. And yes, they're going to have a new offensive coordinator. But if you can't find another quarterback to play 80% of his level, having him being injury prone, it's not the best thing for your football team. Because at the end of the day, if he gets hurt, your season is done. At least if you bring in another quarterback and a backup that can play 85 to 90% of that quarterback's level to where you really don't have to change your offense that much, that puts the team in a better position. Because if the team is good with the starting quarterback, it'll be just fine with the backup. Think like the 49ers? Think of the 49ers. They were on their third quarterback. Their initial quarterback was Trey Lance, got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Brock Purdy, we still made it to the AFC Championship game. And then they put in their fourth, right? Cause well, got- and fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, at that point, your fourth and fifth weren't even on your roster yeah, three exactly. weeks ago. I mean, Josh yeah. Johnson, wasn't he on the Ravens at one point yeah. this year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or he was, no, he no, was on he it last played, year. He played for the didn't he play for the Redskins last year? Josh Johnson? I could he yeah. played for the Ravens last year. He played in the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, he may have played for thirteen NFL teams. Yeah. I mean, he, he's like the perpetual backup. You always yeah. have him on the practice squad. He's good enough to play, but not good enough to win. Yeah. Anyway, so my point is this. You don't want to pay thirty five, forty, forty five million for that for Lamar. Is he himself good enough for that contract? Sure. But because you're not going to have a backup quarterback that can play up or near to his level, if he gets hurt and he is now injury prone, if he gets hurt, your season is done. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we need to adjust the mindset. You've got a top-notch running back in J.K. Dobbins. You've got one of the top tight ends in Mark Andrews. You don't have a wide receiver. All right. Rashad Bateman is also an injury prone guy. Two seasons injury prone is what it is. Your defense is now a top five defense. Your offensive line is coming together and you got draft picks. So here's what I think you should do. And it's not going to be popular. You have Las Vegas, who has a quarterback sitting at home with two years on his contract left. His cap hit is roughly about 35 million bucks, which is. Roughly right now, what the franchise tag is going to hit your cap at. You've got a wide receiver that went to Las Vegas to play with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae Adams is the true number one wide receiver. The Raiders love, love, love speed. Always have, since the Al Davis days. Put Lamar on the franchise tag. Package him and Rashad Bateman, send him to Las Vegas. You take Derek Carr because you want Devontae Adams. And that's your package deal. Because if the Raiders don't if the if the Raiders have to cut David Carr, it's a dead cap hit versus trading him, there is no dead cap hit. Mm-hmm. And that dead cap hit is not cheap. Now you gotta give up the number one wide receiver. Now if you're if you're Josh McDaniel though, you played how many you were the offensive coordinator in New England for how many years? 
did you ever need a number one wide receiver to win championships? Mm. You used Wes Welker. You used Danny Amendola. They had five foot eight white guys. Bingo. One of them was a lacrosse player. Bingo. And, Not what, even a and, football player. and, and who do you have? You have Hunter Renfro, who's that typical New England guy, mm-hmm. already there, right? You're probably you can draft those guys in the fifth and sixth round all day long, like you have been. Now, don't get me wrong, Devonte Adams. It's like having Randy Moss back in the day mm-hmm. on the Patriots. It's 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 a, it's a great thing to have. But if you can get David Carr off your cap and send Devonte Adams who the Ravens would love to have, and you get Lamar Jackson, who would light up Las Vegas. I think if you're the Ravens, you jump at that deal. Because Derek Carr was a pro bowler four seasons ago. Yeah, The guy hit 66% of his passes. But you get Devontae Adams. You, If I'm the Ravens, my track record on drafting wide receivers is shit. The last one I, I drafted that was decent was Torrey, Holt, or Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. And he had one 1,000-yard season. I got a number. I got a top five defense. I got a great running back. I got a great tight end. And a decent offensive line that will keep David Carr upright. Plus, I got my draft pick still. Bring in David Carr. Bring in Devontae Adams to that. And you have a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. I, you, I've always liked Carr. I've, I've always, I've always, always, like, I just... Like fantasy, I I try to pick him up as my backup. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I thought he's kind of getting the raw deal out there. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I like it uh, as a Ravens fan. I like it. The thing I, I think Lamar is a great dude for the community, and and you know, I, I like how he shows up to just random high school football yeah. games. That's that's awesome. But are we? Do we have the, are we paying them all this money to show up to random high school football games in the community or to, to win football games at, on Sundays? So, I, I think as a player, as a person, Lamar's an awesome kid. Yeah. M- my issue is if he's going to be injury prone, and again, last two seasons he hasn't been there. Yeah. I mean, they literally get to ten wins, he gets hurt, and then they can't win another game. Mm-hmm. So you either got to fix the Huntley problem, which. Lamar's a unicorn for crying out loud. Yeah, I, was, I would say like him getting hurt and then I'm not able to win. Is that a Lamar problem or a, no, no, a it, team problem? But the, but the thing, if you, if you, so the thing with him, if the, the thing with the Ravens was, everyone said if you're going to draft Lamar, you got to put an, you got to tailor your offense around him, and they did that. And it's the, awesome. And, and it's great. It's great when he's on the field. When he's yeah. on, but. When he's off the field, there's no one because he's a unicorn. You don't have anyone that can play even eighty percent of that dude. The, the guy that's the closest is down in Carolina. It's that PJ uh, PJ Walker kid who lit up like the USFL before that thing folded. But he's in Carolina. Mm-hmm. You might be able to find one in the draft, but you know you're you're hoping and dreaming at that point. I think that I think in today's NFL you. If you want to have you, you almost need to have two decent quarterbacks that can play. It, it's not like back in the day where you could have Peyton Manning just standing there like a statue in the pocket Forever. and just launching balls. You need to have two 
good quarterbacks because these dudes get hurt, they go down, and you have to have someone that can go in. I mean, look at what San Francisco did. Yeah. You know, they had people on the – they had a deep bench. The system quarterbacks. Yeah. And I always go back to the game manager. Fans, owners, everyone hates game ma- – I love game managers. You can win Super Bowls with game managers. The Ravens won a Super Bowl with a game manager and a hell of a defense. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay won a Super Bowl with a game manager. What was it, Carolina or Jacksonville with Brad Johnson? Did they – no, Brad Johnson was uh he he won in Tampa. Tampa. But he played in in He played everywhere. He played yeah. in Minnesota for a long he time. He played in for the Deadskins. Yeah. Um But Dilfer. They won a Super Bowl with Dilfer in and who the hell is Trent Dilfer? Well and the, <laughs> this dude isn't just a game manager. Yeah. Like think about this. He hasn't had a steady offensive coordinator since he got there. The guy over the last one, two, three, four, five, six years, barring this year where he missed the last two games because they told him to go home, had over four thousand yards passing. Mm-hmm. He's got a career two to one touchdown interception ratio. Career sixty four point six percent completion percentage. Was a Pro Bowler in 2015, 16, 17. I mean, he's not shit. You could do a lot worse. And my whole thing is, if you can get Devontae Adams by taking on his contract, and you add those two to the rest of the offensive pieces, and then the defense that he's never had, mm-hmm. and this dude, I mean, think about it, this dude's never had a defense, ever. Like, his best defense was either this year or last year. And last year was a cluster, because that was the year that John Gruden had his whole issue. And... They had Rich Basasha, who they got rid of. And then they brought in Josh McDaniel, who's a clown. And nobody can tell me who the coaches before them were. Yeah. That, that, that's how inconsistent it's been. So you're telling me in, a, in an organization as stable as the Ravens, they'll get a new coordinator in. You got weapons all around you now. And you have a top five defense. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that dude can't win you... a. A, a Super Bowl when Trent Dilfer won you a Super Bowl with yeah. a top five defense and not a lot of offensive weapons at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they had? They had that one running back. Uh, I should know that guy's name. He was like a really good running back. Lewis? No. Jamal Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had I have his 2,000 yard season. Yeah. Yeah. But you had no wide receivers. Yeah. You had nothing. You, you could run the ball and you play defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this guy happens to throw for 4,000 yards. The last five five seasons before this one, two to one touchdown interception. And this is not. This is much better than Trent Dilfer. Yeah, and you're going to get the number one wide receiver in the league. This is a no brainer. They're not going to do it though, because fan base loves Lamar. Yeah, I mean, like I, said, I love Lamar. He's exciting. Yeah, I told you this. What I think we had this conversation over a year ago. I said if we keep Lamar, and he plays, and it's exciting. But we don't win in the Super Bowl, I'm okay with that. Because yeah. every time I turn on the TV, I'm entertained. Yeah. And that's what this is. It's entertainment. Problem is, now he's getting hurt. Well, so when I turn on the TV, it ain't him. It's Tyler Huntley. And oh, by the way, that dummy, with under five <laughs> minutes left in the game, doesn't throw to anyone wearing a Ravens uniform. <laughs> he literally threw it to the middle of three Bengals uniforms yeah. the last week of the season. Like, there wasn't one Raven in the, in, in, like, on the screen, on the TV screen. <laughs> I didn't see one. 
Like, dude, who are you throwing to? <laughs> but I, you know, and, and of course he did that stupid. <laughs> tried to reach over two yards to gain to get in the end zone. He reaches that over. Was horrible. The, Oh my god! Dude, you don't no, have no. two yard arms. What were you thinking? He, I, I your got, arms six feet long. <laughs> my man thought he had Jordan hops and he had like Mason Plumley hops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he, like they showed him jumping. His feet did not leave the ground. It was like Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then a defensive like, lineman runs it back <laughs> all the way ninety eight yards yeah. for a <laughs> like he, Tyler Huntley seriously couldn't have run that dude down. Yeah. Come on, man. Mark <laughs> Andrews almost caught him. Right. Mark Andrews. Yeah. You're 280-pound tight end. You're super athletic backup quarterback. <laughs> Wasn't even in the swing. Like, Ricard is going to catch him. <laughs> <Don't> do that <laughs> one. Could you imagine if he pulled a DK Metcalf? Yeah, just, do you yeah. remember that? Uh, that, that? I still love that play. You I watched that replay. game at Jared's house. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Our reaction in real time, like, oh, my God, he's going to catch him. It was Buda Baker. Buda Baker had the interception, was running down the sideline. It was him and, like, two or three other Cardinals. Like, they thought they had it. Like, 40-yard line, yeah. they're not even looking at it. It's celebration time, and all of a sudden, you just see DK Metcalf just running like a thoroughbred, like chasing this dude, dude down. Huge. Like, he is a massive dude. And he came from, like, the opposite corner. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, he, he had to run, like, diagonal. Like the, <laughs> If you took like the fur- the furthest possible two points on a football field, like yeah, that's right. what he ran, and he ran this dude down, <laughs> like and it wasn't cl- like it, it wasn't close. Like he was gaining like a yard a step on this dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna catch him, and he caught him with like what five yard ten yeah. yards to spare. Like, oh my god, really would have been better is if he stripped it. <laughs> that would have been ran back. Dude just ran 400 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Barely breaking a sweat. Yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Then he goes and tries, like, what he, he he went and, like, tried out for the national track team or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah that. he did. And he, he, he almost won that, too, I think. Yeah. Like, good God. Like, he's, like, massive human being, too. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if he ate some, like, unhealthy food, he could probably be a D lineman. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> I, I think he's probably like eight cheeseburgers away from being like two eighty. Yeah, he's that but, listed weight ain't real. No, <laughs> no. His roster weight not the real one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hopefully the Ravens do something with Lamar. Um, I mean, the new otherwise the new coordinators are going to have to come in and figure something out, and and hope he doesn't, and you're hoping he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Luckily, the injuries haven't been too bad, but, I mean, they've been bad enough to keep them out of games at the end of the season, and that's when you need them. So, you know, other than that, though, we, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Did I forget anything before close this out? I think we're good. Yeah, go go Rihanna. I think, think she's going to be the, the best part of the Super Bowl. I mean, she, at least we have two evenly matched teams. Yeah. So Is she the halftime show? Yeah, she's in, the, she's in the halftime show. Man, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm not... Like one, after that Imagine Dragons halftime show, do you remember that debacle? No, it was bad. Like it was not. Like they're not entertaining. I I gave up on all. It's because we're all because we're old and we don't like new music. No, no, it was that's bad. why we liked last year's because no. it was like this was Snoop bad. and Dr. Trey yeah. and Eminem. <laughs> that was little <laughs> Mary J. Blige yeah. in there. Like, that okay, was we got it. We got it. That was entertaining. Yeah, that was good. Like these dudes literally just stood on a stage. And played the slowest tempo fucking song you can imagine. Yeah, like dude, play the up, te- play the up tempo shit. 
I mean, I like it was cool when Justin Timberlake pulled out Janet Jackson's uh, her booby. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. almost twenty years ago now. Was it really? Yeah, that was twenty years ago. Almost like I think two thousand three, two thousand twenties, two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was oh it's been God. almost twenty years ago because I was wow. I was still serving. They yeah. should bring that back then. Yeah. Yeah. Do, and, and, like do a fake like that will be like. Imagine, imagine if they brought both of them back and like he ripped it off, but there was like another shirt underneath now. <laughs> like just to play on it, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Hey, look, NFL, you're getting gold over here yeah. for team names <laughs> and for uh, halftime shows. So if you'd like to send a check this way, you can go to drivewaybeerspodcast.com slash donate and give us a, <laughs> give us a cup of coffee. Apparently, seven balance out for a saying Super Bowl. Right. See, the, <laughs> Uber Bowl, Super Bay, <laughs> Uber say, Bowl say, I don't know, whatever, Super Bowl. Uh, and yeah, this is probably going to come out after anyway. So I hope you all won money. I'm, I think I'm going to go with, uh, okay. This is going to be wrong. I'm going to say, take the Eagles and the points. I think it's like plus one at this point. Take the Eagles and the points pains me to say it. Cause I'm not an Eagles fan, but I don't like the chiefs either. So screw them both. <laughs> hope they both lose. Is that possible? You tie Super Bowl, <laughs> make both <laughs> cities cry. But, all right. Thanks for listening. Like, follow, subscribe, share, comment, uh, and go check out some of those other podcasts too. A therapist, the Buddhist, and you. Uh, don't forget if you listen to us on Spotify, click follow, and we will see you next time. <laughs>